Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 23 Make Room for Discovery in Your Life. And I heard an expression like this online recently, and uh, a again, one of the um, accounts I follow, he was talking about electives in school and when we're when we're kids, when we're children and and how grateful we are to have that because what are electives doing? They're teaching us things outside of uh, the bookwork. Uh, it's experiential, right? And the idea is that when we do things that are experiential, we're more hands-on, we're in movement, we're learning things that we might end up using somewhere else in our lives. Uh, They could become a job, they could become a skill set, they could become a passion, they could become a hobby, they could become a part of our home, they could become any number of things, right? And I really like this idea of making room for discovery in your life because... Typically, everybody feels, usually society in general, most people feel, oh, I have to have it all figured out. And you won't. You just, you, you won't have it all figured out. That's not, I don't, I don't believe that that's fundamentally how life works. Um, that you just have it all figured out. Otherwise, what's the point in living? Right? And so, um, I, I composed about seven or eight, you know, finer points, if you will, that I want to talk about. And that was actually one of those. You won't have it all figured out uh, and uh, or you don't have to have it all figured out and you won't because um, I want to ease your process of learning who you are in this world and tapping into all the things you don't know yet. And this is important because if we have this pressure of trying to figure it all out, we almost lose the authenticity of becoming who we already are. So taking that step back and saying, okay, I don't have it all figured out, but I'd like to. And when we make this room for discovery in our, our, our lives, we're, we're essentially saying, hey, I'd like to receive and learn and grow through it. And I want the option, I want the paintbrush and the easel and the canvas to say, Oh, I like using this paint. Oh, I don't like using this. Oh, this feels right. This does not. And that's discovery. That's life. That's growth, right? And so this kind of leads to a second point, which was, you know, life is a series of steps that pave the way, not one giant step uh, or one giant leap into the destination. And I, I found, and I wanted to kind of relay this to you, is that early, early on, maybe about 25 years ago, I knew I wanted to do something with the internet. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a relatively new concept. Nobody really knew what was going to happen with it. I did. I mean, I had an idea to a certain extent. I didn't, I didn't foresee some of the things that we're seeing now, but um, I knew I wanted to be involved in technology and the internet, and it was a relatively new concept. And so, what does that look like? I don't know. And how was I received from, you know, school guidance counselors and others? you know, with glazed looks in their eye. And that's, looking back, that's completely fine. 
whatever is in you that is calling you is coming from a very deep place that is guiding you. We don't necessarily have to make sense of it. And if we try too hard to make sense of it, or we try too hard to allow others to make sense of it, we can become very discouraged at times. Don't. Allow the becoming to become, right? Like allow what you're, where you're being called to, as I, I talked in another podcast, to, to take place. So I said, you know, life is a series of steps to pave the way because what happened with me with the internet was that I started to first understand the intricate networking of it. And then it turned into, oh, this is really cool how you can use it to give information to people uh, based on what they're looking for. Um, and then it turned into, um, oh, you can connect with other people around the world, and uh, which also meant, you know, how does that relate to business? I knew fundamentally it was going to do amazing things for business. I just didn't know how. I knew fundamentally it would do things, uh, amazing things for media and for connecting with all of you. I had no idea I would ever do a podcast. This is my second podcast. I had absolutely no idea that that was ever going to happen. In fact, what most of you may not know is my first podcast I didn't even want to do. I remember uh, I had built an audience on my bigger account and I was up to about 30,000 followers and they were like, hey, do a podcast. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do a podcast. They're like, do a podcast. I'm like, I don't want to do a podcast. Um, and they kept saying it and then other opportunities came in, podcast studio owners I met and they're like, do a podcast. I'm like, I don't want to do a podcast. <laughs> and then finally one day it just clicked, stop fighting it. It, which led to a point of another, I think, I don't know if I did a podcast on this, but it was that you can't run from what's for you and you can't uh, force what isn't, you know? And it's funny when we sometimes try to run from things that are for us, they'll find us, right? Which is my third point. <laughs> so, um, but I, uh, so I ended up doing a podcast. Now, if I had to look back and connect the dots, which is another point I'll get to here in a little bit, it makes sense because I was a very highly communicative individual all my life growing up. That's why writing and the arts and uh, telecommunications and media, all these things make sense when I look back. But each time a step was happening, I didn't know necessarily what it was going to do for the bigger vision. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? So if you're trying to make sense of everything in its one step, it could be very overwhelming and discouraging. Uh, number four, if you're constantly going 150 miles an hour, you need to find a place to pull off the road. If we don't make room for silence, art, discovery, trying new things, um, meditating, reflecting, all these, these interpersonal activities, we will miss the entire trip even though we went 150 miles an hour. Take time for yourself. If you are like, I'm an entrepreneur, but maybe you are a nine to fiver or you have a crazy work schedule, that's fine. And family and all kinds of things, that's fine too. Um, I know a lot of my closest loved ones do. Still take time for yourself to try other things that breathe life into you. I have several friends who are in transition from a nine to five to building their own business now, their own brand, all kinds of things. And they're taking some of that experience from their nine to five for all these years to their, their own business, right? So if you're constantly going 150 miles an hour, find a place to pull off the road so you can have time to do activities for yourself, interpersonal activities that allow you for fuller discovery, okay? 
Uh, number five, purposes created, not found. I saw, I'm paraphrasing this, uh, something I saw the other day. Purpose is created, not found. It's a tough one. And by the way, I'm all about purpose. That's, I mean, I'm, I'm constantly in it. I'm constantly seeking more of it. Purpose is created, not found. If we constantly wait for purpose, we may um, either fear we never find it or we may be unsure of when it's right in our faces. Why is it created? Because when we move and we try different things, we're experimenting. We are one gigantic um, spiritual puzzle, right? Soulful puzzle. And we're putting the pieces together and saying, oh, that piece doesn't fit. This piece does, oddly enough. I'm not really sure why. And it's weird that it fits with this other piece. Oh, wait, maybe those two are really interconnected. And then they lead to other pieces and you go, oh, I get it. This is what this is part of what I'm here to do, or this is exactly what I'm here to do. When we create, we're, we're receiving. When we wait, right, we're in stagnation. I'm not saying don't wait at all. Like that's a different, there's, there's different kinds of waits. There's waiting in terms of patience while building and moving and creating, making things happen, waiting, you know, and then there's waiting and doing nothing. And I'm talking about doing nothing. Uh, you know, you cannot wait um, and do nothing. Uh, number six, if you're constantly asking other people what something should look and feel like, you're cultivating experiences based on theirs. I know we want validation from other people, but they will never give you the same answer of uh, what you're looking for that you will receive internally from yourself and from moving and creating and uh, building yourself. And so we have to be very careful that discovery in our life must come from our curiosity and creativity and movement, not necessarily dictated by the external world telling us what we should discover or do or what is possible or what makes sense because everybody has to make sense of their own life, right? Uh, next one, we don't have answers right away, but if we have execution right away, we'll get the answers. We cannot wait for answers. We must move into them. If we wait for answers, uh, or if, if we expect answers right away, but we're doing nothing, and we wait for answers, we're never fully sure. It's different when you're, when you're executing something and you're moving, it's giving you data and feedback. It's creating this like discovery in your life of, oh, like this seems to work. Oh, I'm not really sure about this. Those are your answers. Life is your answers. Life experience are your answers. Make room for that to come in by moving, right? Uh, next one. In time, you'll see that it's about connecting the dots and not the individual standalone step or experience. This is what I was saying back at the beginning. I knew, I remember when I sat down with that guidance counselor at the University of Arizona and she was like, well, what do you want to do with your life? You're an international business. Um, your, your studies are in international business. What do you want to do? And I said, the internet. And she was like, I have no idea what to do with that. And I'm like, well, you know, it's the internet. So you're going to probably connect a lot of people internationally. It seems so simplistic and commonsensical, but I also, <laughs> I get that it was a new concept and this was a, um, an individual from a different generation who really wasn't thinking in that kind of capacity and also, uh, you know, isn't, wasn't in that industry, wasn't in, wasn't um, even um, probably using the internet at that time. So uh, looking back, I, I, it's okay, but I knew that there was something I wanted to do with the internet. What? I have no idea. And when we take all these little steps constantly, 
we can connect the dots later on. I think it was like Steve Jobs that said something like that, right? Like looking back, you know, when you're going through it, you can't really make sense of it. But looking back, you can connect all the dots and it makes sense. And, and I don't mean just, you know, let, in this case, when I'm giving you an example of the Internet, I'm talking about all things. Like, it's interesting how in I'll give you I'll give you a couple of examples. And it's funny, you don't think about these things until you're later on in the journey. I remember that it was a joke, and you guys will probably find this funny because <laughs> I'm a talker. Obviously, I have a podcast. But in grade school, two things used to happen in every single grade. And it was always the same two things. One, I would talk a lot. Um, you know, I was that kid in class. There was others, but, you know, I know several of us would do it, but I would talk a lot uh, and um, get in trouble for that. And the second thing, and this was, we were all laughing about this recently when I was having this conversation, how um, because I get in trouble a lot, there were many times I would not talk at all. I'd just stop and everybody would be talking and I wouldn't say anything. And then finally I'd give like my one answer to the, to the students as they were talking. And all of a sudden the teacher would turn around and say, Matthew Gottesman, again, how many times do I have to tell you? And everybody started laughing because <laughs> they were like, oh, wow, like that sucks. Like he wasn't even talking the whole time, you know? And I would, and it happened repeatedly. And I'd say, you know, to that teacher, I'm like, I wasn't even talking. That was like the one time. And he or she would say, well, I heard your voice. So number one, I was a talker. Number two is all about my voice. It carried. Why is that a dot connecting scenario? Because now I'm known for my podcasting and my voice. I'm known for talking and my voice. And this is also why we, we have to be careful um, whether you are a parent or um, or not, <laughs> maybe you're still very young and you listen to this. Um, we cannot scold. I don't think we should yell at, I don't think we should make faults out of things like, you know, when I was this eight year old and being yelled at for talking too much and, uh, having a voice that carried. Now, obviously, Obviously, you know, there's structure and discipline that's needed and respect in environments. And that's also how I became, you know, who I am today. And I get that. But we have to be careful not to hinder people's um, weird, natural ways of being because it could become part of what they do for a living later on. We just don't know is what I'm saying. And so you're going to at some point start connecting all these dots and you're going to see how it they're woven together to create your life. And we have to make discovery for that, you know. I, weirdly enough, was really good at math. I would never thought I'd be a writer, but I actually, in the background, was constantly writing all the time. Now, here's something that's really weird. In five different grades, including two uh, years of college, I had teachers or professors who, um, they would give me back a paper and say, I love where you're going with these concepts, um, but it's not quite ready yet. It's really, at this point, a C. I'd have to give you a C. But, uh, like, there's something going on in your, your writing. I want, I want to hear more. Can you please keep working on it? Other students weren't given that. Why was that happening to me? That happened five different times, five different, three teachers and two professors. Why? Why was that happening? I didn't think about it until later on, but... Here I'm being guided to refine my writing. Why? Why was I always pulled into different things? I either had to write, help people, help people write contracts. I had to write marketing campaigns. I had to write copy for websites. I had to write people's forwards for their books. I had to write people's emails for getting jobs. Why? Why was all of this happening? We don't know these dots until later on you go, yeah, actually that makes sense. Wow, I was being prepared. Make room for discovery in your life allow the 
the experiences and the curiosities and the uh, the invitations to uh, to call you to give you um, to give you more dots, basically. On that, I'm gonna let you go. Uh, you know, we're about 15, 16 minutes in. I appreciate you guys, but oh, I want you to just consider, you know, just like um, this gentleman online when he was talking about, um, you know, electives, right? Elective courses are experiential, and when we allow electives in our life, we allow answers for our calling, our purpose, our um, our soul's path, our, um, our lives, we, we allow it to, to, to grow from there. So make room for that discovery. And that's how I, I feel that's how you'll, you'll find, uh, more of what you're here to do without the pressure of having to constantly define it. Don't, don't be so quick to define it. If you're going to define it, if you're going to take time to define it, do it with right on your, like your last breath. Because then you can look back at everything and say, there, that's the novel or set of novels. That's the life that I created. Um, and here's everything that I did with it. So I'd start from there or I'd end there. Either ways, I appreciate you guys. Please do me a favor. I know I say this in the end credits. Um, if you could please go to Apple and give a five-star rating and written review. The written review is how the five-star rating will show. Apple will promote my show. I really, really, truly appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.